Welcome to today's daily audio podcast with Pastor Ken Spicer. We invite you to search the scriptures daily and allow God's love, grace, and favor to be the hallmarks of your life. Now prepare your hearts to hear a word from God today. Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast today. We are working our way through Acts chapter 9. And uh, we're going to pick up today in verse 23, but let me just bring you into this for a moment in case you missed the last couple of days. Uh, Saul of Tarsus has been born again on the road to Damascus. Uh, Jesus encountered him, knocked him off his horse, blinded him for a period of time. He instructed him to go into the city and there would be you know, instruction that would come. Uh, the Lord in the meantime appeared to Ananias who was a disciple there in Damascus. Uh, he sent him over to pray for Saul that he might receive his sight and be baptized with the Holy Spirit or be filled with the Spirit. And the Bible says immediately Saul of Tarsus began to preach the Christ in the synagogues. So he immediately went back to the very people that he was working for on their behalf. He was chasing this Jesus, uh, these followers down, trying to imprison them or even kill them. And now he's preaching the very message that he was coming against and um, the people are starting to get a little irritated with him so we pick it up in verse 23 it says now after many days were passed the jews plotted to kill him but their plot became known to saul and they watched the gates day and night to kill him then the disciples took him by night and led him down through the wall in a large basket. So they had to rely on some drastic measures here just to allow Saul to get away from uh, the Jews here in, 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 in Damascus. They were going to kill him. And now he goes to Jerusalem. And in verse 26, it says, When he came to Jerusalem, uh, he tried to join the disciples, but they were afraid of him and did not believe that he was a disciple. They thought he was trying to infiltrate their ranks and, and you know kill them or imprison them them once he got on the inside. Uh, I'm reminded of a story I heard about an underground church meeting in China many years ago, and these soldiers came in with their guns up, and they, they were going to arrest or kill everybody, and they said, well, if there's anybody here that is just visiting, you're not really part of this fellowship, then you're, you're free to go. So several people left, and when they left, they locked the doors and then the soldier said, now we can worship God. We just had to be sure there were nobody, no infiltrators here so that we could come in and worship God. Uh, and so, man, I'm telling you, they had church. And so Saul, they just thought that he was trying to, to pretend to be one of them until he got in on the inside of their underground meetings, and then he would arrest everybody. So they didn't trust him. And then verse 27 said, but Barnabas took him in. Let me tell you something. The name Barnabas means uh, son of encouragement. And we'll see this uh, in the life of Barnabas throughout the book of Acts as we encounter him, that he is one that is encouraging people. He is standing alongside. He is a, a brother that, that will stand and walk side by side and, and shoulder up to the ministry and make sure that the gospel is being preached. And he will encourage the hearts of people. Uh, and mostly those that are in situations just like Saul finds himself in today. And so Barnabas took him in, verse 27 and brought him to the apostles. And he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. So understand this, that he tried to join the disciples 
And these are the people that were converted and were following Christ. But then Barnabas takes him and takes him to the apostles who were leading up the movement in Jerusalem at that time. And then Saul was able to share with them his story and, and you know, uh, let them know that he really had an encounter with Jesus. Let me tell you something. Religion is never going to change the heart of anybody. Religion is nothing more than behavior modification techniques and and this mindset that if we do certain things, God will be pleased. And what that causes us to do is to strive and never truly be able to attain anything. And the other thing it does is causes us to look at other people and judge them because they're not doing what we're doing. Uh, And so it's a very, uh, very dangerous place to be because it's very frustrating and very dark and 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 you know some of us have been there there's a lot of pressure in that kind of a life and so now that uh Saul has had a, an experience an encounter with Jesus now his life is radically changed friend when you encounter Jesus in your life and I'm not just talking about your your first Um, encounter where you were saved or rededicated or whatever, but I'm saying you can have encounters with Jesus on a continuing, ongoing basis by simply making time to sit with Him, simply making time to be with Him, to be in the Word, to be in prayer, to just sit and listen as He speaks into your heart. He will speak deep things into you. The Bible says deep cries out unto deep, And, uh, and so when He is engaging your spirit, Man, I'm telling you, that's a very exciting place to be. And those encounters will change your life. Even as you're already a believer, even as you just sit there and ask God for wisdom, He will take up the call and He will uh, lead you in the right direction each and every time. So now we see in verse 28, So He was with them, the apostles at Jerusalem, coming in and going out. So now He's assimilated into the disciples that had initially rejected Him. So now he's there, just sort of involved in the day-to-day routine. He's coming in. He's going out. And when the brethren found out, they brought him down to Caesarea. Well, let me back up a little bit. Uh, It says, uh, verse 29, He spoke boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus and disputed against the Hellenist, but they attempted to kill him. Have you ever noticed religious people get very irritated when you try to uh, disprove their theory? You know, I'm not a big proponent of debate at all. Um, I don't feel like... I need to argue my point with anybody. I'm just simply going to live the truth. Reinhard Bonnke one time said uh, that if you just let the lion out of the cage, he'll take care of himself. You don't need to defend the gospel. Just live it. Just love it. Just preach it. And just let it be known that God loves people. As you do that, religious people will be, will be irritated from time to time. And so these people that he's disputing with now, they want to kill him. And when the brethren found out, they brought him down to Caesarea, Caesarea and sent him out to uh, Tarsus, which is his hometown. Perhaps they thought that in his home town they wouldn't try to kill him so in verse 31 it says then the churches throughout all Judea Galilee and Samaria had peace and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit they were multiplied I just want to focus in on this for a moment because there's a lot of people trying to grow churches out there. There's a lot of people that have written books on how to get your church to grow or, or let's just apply it to maybe your, your, your business or your life or your family or whatever the case is, whatever you're involved with in life. Uh, we try to make those things better. We try to make those things prosper. But notice how the church began to multiply. Uh, the churches throughout all these regions were 
at peace and were edified, and they walked in the fear of the Lord, or which means the reverential awe, the, the understanding of who God is. We could say the proper perspective of the Father. And in that, they were in comfort of, of the Holy Spirit, and in that, they were multiplied. Friend, let me tell you, as the Spirit of God ministers into your life today, He's going to bring comfort, peace, He's going to bring an understanding of edification, which is an inner strength. And he's going to let you know that everything is going to be all right. He hasn't forgotten you. He's not going to leave you. Your problems and failure haven't separated him from you. It hasn't made him rethink his relationship with you. Friend, he is close, as close as ever. In fact, he's probably closer than ever. Because the Bible says that, in fact, Jesus told Paul this in 2 Corinthians 12, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And so he is there with you today. You don't have to worry about a thing. And the way your life is going to be strong and edified and comforted is for you to walk in the, in the peace of the Holy Spirit. So just begin to allow God to lead you. Allow God to give you wisdom. Allow God to give you direction. Allow His Word to be your compass. And just let the Spirit of God take you step at a time. Don't be concerned about anything. God loves you completely today, and He's got a plan for you starting now. God bless you, friend. Thank you for being with me today, and I'll see you Monday morning right here on the podcast, and I'll see you Sunday at one of the services at New Creation Church. God bless. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray you are blessed by God's Word. For more information, visit our website at www.newcreationca.org.